Hold on one second for the cats. Okay, <laughs> here we go. And welcome to your reality recaps survivor recap. I am dancing Amy and I am here to go over episode three of survivor triple H with you and the chat room here at your reality recaps.com slash you now become a fan and you can be alerted every time we do any shows. Um, it's free. There's absolutely no cost and we're covering lots of different shows including other new ones coming up here real soon. Um, you can check out all of our Survivor coverage, including all of our path shows, as well as our blogs at yourrealityrecaps.com slash survivor. And um, you can also support everything that we do by becoming a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. Um, so, episode three of Survivor. Uh, this week, just to recap, because it was a while ago, <laughs> um, it's called My Kisses Are Very Private. Uh, yeah, I absolutely, strategically, I think it was a, it kind of laid a, a lot of groundwork. Um, it was a pre-merge, pre-swap episode. I know a lot of people are not really... I'm not really excited about this season, but I still I still like Survivor. I think any episode of Survivor is good. Um, I liked it. I liked all the episodes. Um, I thought it was better still than even the premiere episode because it wasn't an obvious boot. Destiny says it has been boring so far. IMO. I do. It hasn't been the most exciting. Um, especially coming after last season with Game Changers and then Millennials versus Gen X, where we had lots of big moves. It's definitely not uh, as interesting, but I think it's going to ramp up here really soon. Um, the Tribe Swap is definitely going to be good, and I think that we're going to see a lot of the things that have been set up may uh, come into play here really soon. Um, Zach T says, the gameplay has been ass so far. Hopefully it will pick up. Uh, that's exactly what I, I do think is going to happen. There's a lot of still big players in the game, a lot of big characters that haven't really had a chance to showcase. Uh, so I think that it's absolutely going to be their time. Right now it's kind of been focusing on people who have gone. They had their moment. They're gone. Now let's get into the game. Uh, Lil Big Red says it was worth it, that it was going to be a slow start when the premiere was, or you were worried that it was going to be a slow start when the premiere was only an hour long. Um, actually, that wasn't the, that wasn't Survivor's choice. That was CBS just because of uh, the way that the schedule was. Originally, it was supposed to be an hour and a half, and then they had to, um, Cut the cut the episode down. It was supposed to be an hour and a half, though. At least that's what I had heard. Um, 
Kathleen P. says the show features mostly the tribe that's going to tribal, tribal council since they only have one competition per episode. Yes, um, that's also going to make uh, the episodes move a lot quicker once we start getting a reward challenge as well as a immunity, an immunity challenge as well. So there's going to be a lot more going on once we get those going on as well. Um, and I think that probably after the swap here, we're going to start seeing that. So, um, I'm not going to go through everything point by point through the episode today. We're just going to just kind of go a little bit of broad strokes. Um, but at the beginning of the episode, we kind of caught up with each of the beaches, the hustlers, heroes, and the healers. Um, one of the big things that I noticed from the Heroes Beach is that Ben, again, said that he is in the driver's seat. This is now the third episode in a row that Ben has said some form of he and of, of I and blank are in the driver's seat. Which is really interesting considering his tribe has only been to tribal council once. Um, so I'm going to be, it, it'll be really interesting to see what happens further down the road. I, I think Ben is going to be a pretty big player in, in the game. Um, that they're leaving these little moments in of how Ben is set up to be this voice of the of the heroes tribe the blue tribe um or at least he thinks he's he's the voice of the blue tribe making the decisions um right now he says it's him and chrissy are are driving the train so keep an eye on ben or at least i am um but yeah he and he and chrissy are basically deciding between alan uh, Ashley and JP of who they, yes, uh, Maxwell's mom, that is the cowboy. Ben is the cowboy. <laughs> yeah, um, they're deciding between Alan, Ashley, and JP of who they want to keep around. Um, and Ashley has is is feeling, feeling things for, for JP. We've got couples all around. We got JP. Ashley's Ashley's got the hats for JP. And Jessica's got the hats for Cole. I don't know. So yeah, also at the be near the beginning of the episode is when we find out on Healer's Beach that um Cole and, Cole and Jessica have the hats for each other, and that's when Cole tells Jessica that she has, or that he, that Joe has the idol, um, which I, th I thought that was a, an okay move to kind of bring her in, um, how, but, uh, Jessica's an interesting character. Um, this is the most that we've really seen of Jessica all season. Um, but I'm kind of, I kind of have a little bit, I feel bad for her that she's getting just like the showman's edit. Like, 
Yes. Um, <laughs> Max's mom says, I cringed when she said she was having a blast. And, um, yeah, that's, it's never, it's never a good sign for people. Um, when they say they're having a good time <laughs> on, on Survivor, it's usually, it's usually an omen. Um, but hey, you never know. Um, but so do you guys think that Cole telling Jessica about the idol was a good thing? Personally, I don't think it was a bad thing. Um, it gives, it kind of cemented them together. They now both have this, um, this bond, this information. Uh, she obviously thought that it was great that she had the secret. Secrets are power. Um, but as we see later in the episode, that doesn't stay a secret very long. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's bad for Joe. It's very bad for Joe, as Max's mom says. Um, but it's good for Cole and Jessica that they both know. Um, and yeah. Jan Sola says it was a good bonding experience for the two of them, but I think it was a mistake for them to tell the rest of the tribe. Yeah, I I think that that pretty much is is my feelings on it as well because they did tell or Cole Cole told Rourke and then also Desi as well um, without telling Jessica that he was going to do it and basically lost all ammunition that they were going to have. Now I thought, okay, maybe they are setting up, um, maybe they're setting up for the healers to throw the challenge. Maybe they're going to try to get Joe out with this information. Nope. <laughs> it was just gone. Um, so I just, I, it was just absolutely stupid. Just information, secrets, secrets are power in Survivor. And it was just poof, blown up, gone to the wind. Um, I don't know why they did it, but Max's mom says, why are the hot guys so dumb? I don't know. I don't know. And Cole is actually a fan of Survivor. So the fact that he just told everybody, I don't know. But also the fact that he told everybody before they even lost the challenge was also shocking as well. So I don't know. No idea. Um... Let's see here. Then with the challenge, um, it was a pretty typical survivor challenge. Uh, I thought I kind of thought um, that I, I kind of thought that actually maybe with the mistake from the healers, that they would have a chance um, of going to tribal, but 
never should doubt the healers. The healers were way too strong. Um, <laughs> but that was kind of when I saw that they had left the block behind. I, I wondered, okay, is this them throwing it? But no, it wasn't. Um, but uh, the big the big takeaway from the challenge was that Patrick wouldn't switch out on the beanbags. <sighs> Redheaded Patrick is, he wanted to take all of the credit. He wouldn't listen to anybody. He wanted to, he wanted to throw all the beanbags. Um, I don't, I don't know. He said in some postseason interviews that they had all decided that he was going to be the only one to throw it. Um, but even then, like you could see from the, from the episode, like how tired he was getting. So I would have thought, okay, if I'm getting tired, why don't we try to switch? But I don't know. Um, Crystal B said, should they have been disqualified for not having all their blocks over there before they started building? Um, no, I, I don't think so because it didn't say that they had to have all of their blocks onto the map before they started building. It was just, you had to knock them down and then you could start building. Or they had to all be knocked down before you um, could start building. I don't think they said that you had to move them all. Um, I don't think so. I don't believe, I don't believe they said that. I think, I think that's just people thinking that, um, because if they had actually said that, then they would have, they, they would have, they would have, yeah. I am going to have to go back and watch it because that is a good point. Um, because he didn't, he didn't say, okay, now you can move your blocks. Okay, now you can start building. It was just like, okay, you've got them all down, go healers, or you've got them all down, go hustlers, or, you know, whatever. Um, there wasn't two parts after they got everything down. It was just, there, there was just one direction that they had to, had to do. So I don't, I don't think there, it made any difference. Um, and they're all, they are all told the directions a lot more in detail than we are told on the episode. Like, um, when, obviously, um, what, what they do is they actually go in like these tents before they start filming and they're actually told all of the, um, the rules and everything usually. So they they know everything all the ins and outs they're given a chance to ask any questions um so i don't think that that it's something that they would have been disqualified for um and yeah i do i do believe that the healer team leaving a block behind was an honest mistake um Mm -mm. Kathleen P said he said he was like Joe from past survivors like Joe um, because he fought to win every challenge to save himself oh Patrick mm -hmm. 
Oh, Maxwell's mom said Patrick reminded me so much of BB19 Jason, the way he talked and smiled. I can see that. To an extent. To an extent. Oh, in his bio. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but, yeah, so with the challenge, um, the heroes, blue team, ended up winning. They got four chickens. Normally, um, we see them we see the people like winning and bringing the chickens back to their uh camp we didn't we didn't get to see that this time so must not have been very interesting <laughs> um and then the healers got 12 12 eggs from the chickens and the hustlers lose and they go to tribal and um they uh the hustlers, basically from the moment the hustlers lose, Lauren goes to work to get, that she wants to get Patrick out. Um, that's, it's basically Patrick versus Lauren. And uh, Pat, Patrick thinks Lauren is going, Lauren thinks Patrick is going. It is just absolutely, I'll be honest, I, I, I didn't really know who was going to go um, with the way that the, the first two episodes went. I thought it was going to be just a straightforward Lauren was going to go. I didn't I didn't think that we were going to get anything. Anything fun. Um, Tony says, don't they drop buff? Don't they drop buffs this week? Yes, they do. Uh, tomorrow's episode. Um, Parable says Patrick would not do well on Big Brother. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, and yeah, so Lauren's main argument for wanting to stay is that she thinks that Patrick is, I guess, kind of squirrely. He's, um, he lost the challenge for them and that he, uh, he can't be trusted and that she is very steady and they can count on her. Yeah. She doesn't like red hair at all. <laughs> Patrick just basically is saying that you know, you guys can trust me and I make people comfortable and we have a lot in common and he just kind of assumes that they're going to save him because uh, he is he he does and even though it's not really addressed on the show I'm thinking that he assumes that um, they're gonna save him because of the relationship that he has with the pre-existing relationship that he has with Allie. Um, now, I do think it is really interesting that Survivor chose not to bring it up at all that Allie has. Allie and Patrick had the um, college relationship or friendship or acquaintance or whatever you want to call it. Uh, because actually, 
it made this it made this move a lot bigger for Allie than it actually looks like because right now it just looks like it's okay they got rid of an annoying red-haired kid who likes to jump around a lot and make a lot of you know loud noises but um they actually it, it actually was Allie had to turn on somebody who she knew and had a pre-existing relationship with and who when she looked at him he she knew that he was not going to stab her in the back at least for not a I mean not a long it was going to be a while before he did anything to her um so it was a true blindside an absolutely true blindside to him that he was voted out um and Kathleen P says, I have read that production didn't know about them knowing each other. Um, actually, they did. Uh, they did. Um, they, they didn't know, like, at first. But um, as soon as Allie saw Patrick, she, she said it. Like she said, oh, I know him <laughs> um, to production to everybody because she didn't want to get in trouble. She she didn't want there to be any issues. Um, Patrick didn't tell anybody. Patrick didn't tell anybody <laughs> um, at all, which may be part of why he was a little bit odd and had a hard time connecting with people, I think. Um, but yeah, she she told production everything she told like the preseason press um but he he didn't mention it until after uh, until like his his postseason interviews <laughs> um until after he got voted out so um yeah it was it does it does explain a lot um And let's see here. Da -da -da. Um, Lauren. Now, the one thing that I do think was kind of interesting about the vote uh, when they were debating on who to vote for um, was that Devin and Ryan had different ideas on who to save. Uh, and it sounds like Devin actually ended up winning. Because at first, Ryan wanted to save Patrick and Devin wanted to save um, Lauren. So that's basically, um, yeah, that's basically the episode. And yeah, so at the Tribal Council, yeah. My favorite, my favorite thing from the tribal council was when Patrick says that he can make people feel comfortable and loved. Mm. He is as as somebody who I guess he just does not have very good self awareness. <laughs> um, 
because yeah, my goodness, he he does. <laughs> um, but Destiny says, I'm interested to know why you think Rourke will win. She hasn't had much airtime. Um, Destiny's, um, because the reason I think that, I, I don't think it is much after this episode. It's still a possibility. Um, I have... I have been um, <laughs> following, I've started getting into like um, edgic and like editing uh, and there's like, like, I like to look at kind of the subtle editing things. Um, and even if you don't get a lot of airtime, there are certain things that you can look at and like the tones of it that a lot of a lot of past winners in the early season early in their seasons don't get a lot of airtime especially female winners um like even Michelle uh most recently Michelle um she was almost invisible from the early episodes of her of her season and she was the winner. <laughs> um, she was also one that a lot of people had no idea why she won. Um, so that's kind of what made me get into looking into the edit. Uh, because a lot of people who do follow the edit said you could tell from Edgic episode one that she was the winner. And so that kind of piqued my interest of it. Um, so I've started looking into it a little bit more. I don't follow it incredibly um but i do i do keep an eye on it to see what you know the edgic discussion is is thinking um but it's basically you're just looking at who's got like negative tones and positive tones and typically a winner is not going to have negative tones even if they only have like one or two like scenes you're not really going to see negative tones from them um yeah the winner is revealed live yes but technically they do know the winner ahead of time i mean if you don't think that they don't read those read the votes ahead of time Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how that's how they can craft the whole story. That's why they do why they do tape them so far in advance is because they do have to go through so many hours of footage to find those little nuances to put together what is actually a really boring, uh, you know, 39 days of footage and put in the music and the sound effects and everything to make it beautiful and awesome and exciting into the show that we love. Um, and a lot of edgic really is not even things that I think the editors even realize that they're doing. Um, I think it's just things that people 
people just like, <laughs> uh, that the editors just like to do and people have just kind of picked up on and it's just kind of a trend. Um, but Zach T says, I loved that Michelle one. I will admit I was in the Aubrey camp, but that's all right. I wasn't upset with Michelle Wynn. I didn't hate it. I was surprised and I needed to find out why she won. So that's why I started looking into the edit. <laughs> and so I went back and I rewatched it all. Destiny says, Aubrey should have won. Depend well, you know, just like Big Brother, uh, Survivor is all about your jury. You gotta you gotta manage your jury. You gotta make sure your jury knows what what they or knows what you did in the game. So I think that that actually is a big reason why they have changed um, final the final tribal council. Um, oh, actually, that's something we can talk about. Did you guys hear that? The rumor is that the final tribal is going back, is going to stay with the way that it was for this last season, where it's more of the discussion about um, the the <laughs> outlast, uh, the, the 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 three. Um, it's the new tribal final tribal format. The discussion. Um, as opposed to just the jury asking questions and then not really getting, yeah, outwit, outlast. Uh, my brain is fried. I'm sorry. I'll play. Thank you, Maximus Mom. I appreciate you. <laughs> yes, San Diego Girl says that was a great format. I wish BB did it that way. Yes. Um, Destiny says, I like that style, but I hate final threes should be a final two. I, I don't mind the final three. I'll be honest. I really, I don't mind a final three. Um, I think the reason that I don't mind a final three is because a lot of times the person who get, who was getting cut at the final three was the person that I wanted to win. A lot of times. They were let, third place ended up being the Fallen Angel spot. So now, let all three of them go to the final. <laughs> and yes, Zach T says, I feel like one person never gets any votes, so it's kind of useless. Yes, but... I would much rather have two people there getting votes than just one person and a goat. <laughs> um, it's well, and there have there, you know, I, I guess it kind of depends on I'm trying to think of a specific season. There have been seasons where sometimes I mean, there have been seasons where people have, where there, there have been people that have gotten votes. Um, I think, I think there's been seasons where each person got at least one vote. I think, I think I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. 
<laughs> uh, Max's mom says, I missed the immediate vote on the island from the early seasons was more raw than with an audience. That was way, they only did that like, uh, they did that super, super early and then that like they stopped because it was getting like beyond spoiled. Um, I understand why they do it now. And, you know, and then they go, they can they have the reunion right after it, which I do like the reunion, even though it's kind of hokey. Um, <laughs> um, Tony says they need to make BB on gameplay only like Survivor does. <sighs> Survivor juries are usually pretty bitter. They're usually pretty bitter. It's not usually just on gameplay. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's not. Um, yeah. So. I, in a perfect world, everyone would vote on gameplay only, but... Yeah, BB is just a game-only type thing, though. It's more social than Survivor. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I don't know. I think that they're, they're both pretty social, and I think both of them are... They're completely different. <laughs> BB isn't just a game, says Crystal B. Only type of thing. Um, it's more social than Survivor. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is more. It isn't just a game. It is more social than Survivor. Um, but still, Survivor bitters usually are more bitter than Big Brother, I feel like. Um, I mean, you have, like, the rats and snakes speech. You have... Uh, Corinne Kaplan with her speech to Sugar. Like, there are some iconic jury speeches that are incredibly bitter um, that you just, you don't see things like that in Big Brother at all. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of it is because of the length of time that people have in jury to kind of get over it. Whereas in Survivor, it's every three days, there's somebody new coming in. Sometimes it's even faster than that. And then you got to make a decision within like, usually within less than two weeks from the time you get out of the game till is time you're deciding on who gets a million dollars. Um, that's not enough time to get over it for most of them. So I think that's why. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> um, Survivor, Max's mom says Survivor Australia shows more of them talking and, con and conniving than in the 
US version. It's so good. Yes, Survivor Australia also does like three episodes a week. Survivor Australia is a good show though. I do recommend watching it. Season two is better. Or Australian Survivor is better than the first one. First one was good. It was just kind of slow. Second one is way better. Or so I have heard. Because I... Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't just like anything Survivor or Big Brother, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's two or three episodes a week, so it is a lot. It is a long, a long haul, so strap in. You're in for a ride. And their episodes are also, like, instead of being, you know, the 40, was it 7, 42 minutes, whatever it is here, without commercials, they're, like, an hour because they're normally, they're long. They're longer episodes. <laughs> um, does Survivor Australia? Yes, it's a, it is actually, um, it's just Australia's version of Survivor. So they're all Australians playing Survivor. Um, and the airs in Survivor, or airs in Australia. Um, and they do go to remote locations. So they go to, I don't remember where they are or where they were. Um, no, they, they're, it's just like our survivor. They go to exotic places. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think, I think that most of the countries that do survivor have been have gone to Fiji actually um, I think I remember actually hearing that most of them film in the same area actually maybe not the same beaches but like they do a lot of like their challenges in the same areas um, it's all it's all a thing it's all a thing. So yeah, Destiny says Fiji, I think. I think that they are all. Um, I think Australian Survivor is in Fiji. Um, France did have a Survivor. They did. They had their own version of Survivor. It didn't last very long. They went to exotic places. They didn't stay in France, though. <laughs> yeah. Lot, lots of countries have their own versions. Um, yeah, it's, it's like Big Brother. Lots of countries have their own versions of it. Um, yeah, for sure. Destiny says we have Survivor in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it is all around the world. It is a global phenomenon. <laughs> um, but back to our Survivor. 
um, looking forward into episode four, we are going to have um, the tribe swap. So they're going to go into, I think it's probably going to go into the reward challenge. It looks like it's going to be, um, we're going to see a reward, I'm going to guess a reward and an immunity challenge. Probably. I was looking at some pictures online. I think we'll see probably both tomorrow. Unless they're totally psyching us out, which is possible. Um, but yeah, there, I have seen, heard some really great um, theories floating about um, where Joe and like, I know nothing. I know nothing about who's going where or anything like that. But I was gonna say Joe and um, Cole now both know where the idols are hit are hidden. So if they get traded off of Healer Beach, they can go find an idol on Hustler or Hero. So keep an eye on them because either one of them could get an idol. Joe could get a second idol. He could pull a tie from uh, Game Changers. So um, and that theory was uh, courtesy of Brent from Rap. So thanks, Brent. I liked your theory. <laughs> um, so yeah, if Joe ends up with two idols, Lord have mercy. I'm not a big Joe fan. Uh, but I could see him getting super, super confident with two idols and I'd be happy to see him go home with two idols. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't want, let's see, Zach says, I don't want in it. I don't want to see any of the original healers go home. You don't want any of the healers to go home? The one that I would be okay with going home is Joe. Joe is the one who looks like Tony and acts like Tony. I'm not a big fan of Joe. He's the only healer that I'm not a fan of. All the rest of them I want. I'm okay. I want them to all stay. <laughs> Zach says, maybe Joe, but everyone else, no. Yep, that's kind of exactly my feelings. Um, and... So yeah, so there is still an idol up for grabs at Hustler Beach and Hero Beach. And I also, um, I really hope, I do hope that the couples get broken up. I don't want to see um, Ashley and JP stick together. I don't want to see uh, Cole and Jessica stick together. I want to see them have to branch out and form other alliances. Um, oh yeah, and I also want to see Ryan and Devin have to branch out as well. Um, those are those are my my things. I want I just want to see like all of these all these current pairings. I just want everything to, to break up. Granted 
there's only so many swaps that can happen, so I don't think it's going to happen, but some people have got to get swapped. Um, so, I don't know. I really have no idea who's going to end up where. No idea what's going to end up our strongest tribe, but um, I think overall, tomorrow is going to be my favorite episode so far of the season. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Maximus Mom says, I hope Dr. Mike sends Joe packing. You are still on the Dr. Mike train, Maximus Mom. I love it. Trish G says, I, uh, last season, that is how Ty got so many idols. The clue was in the same for multiple camps. Yep. I, it's very possible that Joe or Cole uh, could very well do that if they get swapped off. Or they could put them in a completely different area. We don't even know. We don't even know. They could have learned. They could have learned and not done that again. Um, but Diane says, my feelings exactly. Hope they all get broken up. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's my one wish. I just, just break them all up. Every single one of them. Um, now here's my other question. Because I don't know this either. In the past, we have seen them completely even the tribes out or do we think they're going to leave the tribes uneven and leave it six five four they've done it both ways before this is the first time they've actually done a swap at 15 So I can't, I can't figure out what, what way they're going to do it. I think they're going to even it out, but just to really screw with everything, they could leave them uneven. They've done it before. Um, I can't remember what season it is, but uh, they've done it a few times. Um Yeah. Maxwell's mom says, would be fun if it's uneven. Mm-hmm. Because then right away you have to start thinking about, okay, who are we going to sit out from challenges um, and all of that. And one tribe automatically starts off um, right at a disadvantage. One tribe starts a little cocky. And then my um, puts... It puts pressure on all the tribes. Zach T says, what about seven and seven with one person by themselves? Oh, like what they did in, um, da, 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 uh, oh goodness. When they sent, um, Alicia to the tribe all by herself to brains versus beauty versus bronze two. When she had to do it, when she went to Braun Beach all by herself. Hmm. 
I haven't heard, I don't, I don't think they're, um, I don't think that we haven't, we haven't heard about anybody coming back. If we were going to see past winter coming back, I think that would have been in the preview. Um, but they could do the, the like one night exile. I don't think so though. Hmm. That's an interesting idea, though. Jan Solo. Or Zach, sorry. That's an interesting idea, Zach. I didn't even think about that. Nope, she went to whichever whichever one lost a, a person. Um... Is how that is how that went. Whichever tribe lost a person is is who she got to, is who she replaced essentially. Oh, I was thinking of Alicia. Sorry. Da, da, da. I was still I was still thinking of of the temporary exile from two from what was it three seasons ago. Um, <laughs> you were talking about Game Changers, Crystal. Sorry. Um, Solo says, Survivor hasn't done returning players since Redemption Island, have they? Uh, as in, like, mixed into the, um, cast? Mm. No. Other than that, it's it's either been. I don't think so. Mm -mm. It's either been all newbies or all returners. Returnees. I can't. Let, I kind of like to forget about Redemption Island, though. Game Changers was all returnees. They haven't done in mixed seasons, though. I don't like the mixed seasons. Mixed seasons. I don't mind them. I don't mind them on Big Brother. I've gotten used to them on Big Brother. I don't like them on Survivor. Survivor's too short of a game for people for people to have. It's. No, nope, not talking about people coming back into the game. Um, what Crystal B was talking about is how last on uh, Game Changers, um, when they told Debbie that she was going to um, Exile Island, but she actually went out on the boat and met with Cochran, and she got to choose an advantage. Um... That's what we were talking about. That's what we were talking about. Not not people coming back to the game. <laughs> um, uh, 
but either way, if they did some, if they did something like that, that would, I think, I think if Cochran was coming back, we would have heard about it, especially by now with the day before. Rod Carson says that didn't help Debbie any. Well, you never know. It may have actually helped her. It may have helped her because Debbie did make it farther than a lot of us thought she was going to. Um, I thought she was going to be a super, super, super early boot. And maybe meeting with Cochran calmed her a bit. You never know. You never know. There's always a what if. If she hadn't met with him, maybe she would have been the next out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we don't really have a Debbie character on this season. And that makes me kind of sad. That makes me actually, like, super sad. Because we've had, an, like, an over-the-top, like, crazy character, like, And I, I, I miss having a character like her. So, whatever. Um, but yeah. So, tomorrow. Swap on Survivor. It's going to be a good episode. I feel it. I feel it and I'm excited. Um, Trisha G says, it got her back in Culpepper's good graces. Yes. Ron Carson says, Debbie has as many jobs as Raven has med problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And so Crystal B asks, so we meet again to discuss tomorrow's episode on Thursday. Yes, we will be back on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern to discuss tomorrow's episode. You guys get to see me twice. We have a three-night uh, Survivor extravaganza. So we'll be back on Thursday to discuss tomorrow's episode. And so I hope you all have a good night and enjoy tomorrow's episode. Um, Little Big Red, I believe this week, they don't know for sure. Maybe shoot a tweet to Eric. And he might be able to let you know. But I don't know for sure. <laughs> but I hope you all have a good night. Enjoy the swap episode tomorrow. Everybody drop your buffs. And um, we will see you all on Thursday at 8 p.m. Thanks for hanging out with me, everybody. <laughs> and bye.